Igor Volchanshin is possibly the most underrated fighter in MMA history. The Ukrainian kickboxer began his MMA career in the 90s when the sport was barely recognized, especially in Europe when he was fighting and beating everyone with his powerful striking. By the time he entered Pride FC, he already had an illustrious career as he won a bunch of tournaments and super fights. But he was unable to win any tournaments in Pride or capture a championship there. And with legends in the sport being remembered for their accomplishments today, his tends to be forgotten by many. So how good was Igor Volchanshin? actually. Hey guys, it's Keon and today I'm going to be talking about Igor Ice Cold Volchanshin. This is a video that many of you have requested since the beginning of my channel. And I'm happy to finally do it because a fighter like Igor deserves recognition. With 67 fights under his belt, I want to get to this right away. So in this video, we're going to take a look at his MMA career to really understand how good he was. But first, shout out to the undisputed members of my Patreon. They get the extra perk of a shout out before each video. But even the intro members get early access and video to the Keon Kamara podcast. Podcast. And as always, the money goes to charity. Now let's get to it. Igor began his MMA career on October 14th, 1995 at the age of 22. He made his debut in a one-night three-fight tournament. His first opponent was Alexander Mandrik. Despite getting taken down and defending a submission, Igor escaped and threw big shots on the ground that eventually forced Alexander to tap. In the semifinals, Igor fought Sergei Bondarovich. Sergei got dropped by a knee and ate some punches before the ref stepped in. In the finals, Igor fought Andre Besedin. Andre secured a takedown before locking up a knee bar that forced a tap, handing Igor his first defeat. A month later, he entered the Absolute Fighting Championship Tournament. In round one, he fought Sergei Ikenin. Igor dropped him with a counter right. Sergei went down and landed on his arm which broke it immediately. In the semis, Igor fought Adilson Lima. Adilson got dropped by a flurry of punches and a knee before eating soccer kicks that knocked him out. Despite this win for Igor, Adilson's corner protested due to the soccer kicks on a grounded opponent. So a rematch was held immediately after, and Adilson ate some more shots and was also very tentative due to all the damage he took in their first fight. His nose was also broken and after the doctors checked it out, his corner stopped the fight. In the finals, Igor fought Mikhail Alukian. Mikhail secured a takedown and began attempting submissions. Eventually, he dug his chin into Igor's eye which forced a tap. Two months later, Igor entered the Mr. Strongman Sakai tournament. In the opening round, he fought Nikolai Yatsuk. Igor knocked him out with a right hand. After winning in the semi-finals, he fought Roman Tikhonov in the finals. Igor knocked him out with a counter right, making him the Mr. Strongman Sakai tournament winner. A month and a half later, Igor entered the DNRF tournament. In the first round, he fought Oleg Tyschenko. It took Igor 5 seconds to connect with a couple of punches that ended the fight. In the semis, he fought Sergei Sheremet. Igor connected with an uppercut that knocked him out. In the finals, he fought Igor Guerras. Guerras tried to bring the fight down, but he ended up on his back. Both Chanchin threw punches from above that forced the ref to step in, making him the DNRF tournament winner. Igor went on to win another tournament before entering the IFC tournament. In the opening round he fought Fred Floyd. Fred used his size advantage in the clinch and on the ground, but Igor picked him apart on the feed and was the fresher fighter as the fight went on. Eventually the volume was too much for Fred and this forced Rep to step in. His second fight that night was against Paul Verlands. Despite the size difference, Igor was the aggressor on the feet. This led to punches and a kick that dropped Paul which forced the Rep to step in. In the finals, Igor fought John Dixon. Igor pressed forward with punches and kicks for the entire fight. John couldn't handle the pace and this led to him stopping due to exhaustion making Igor the IFC tournament winner. After picking up a couple of wins, he fought for the Absolute Fighting Superfight Championship. His opponent was Leonard Costello Branco. This was a striker versus grappler bout. Igor found success on the feet and on the ground with his striking while Leonard secured takedowns and attempted submissions. It was a close fight, but in the end, Igor won by split decision. Igor picked up a couple more wins before fighting for the IAFC Open Cup. His opponent was Vasily Kudin. After getting dropped by punches, Vasily ate some brutal leg kicks that forced him to submit. 
Igor picked up two more wins before fighting in the IAFC World Cup tournament. His first opponent was Valery Pelev. Valery got taken down and after both men tried to secure an Achilles lock, Igor got on top and threw punches that ended the fight. In the second round, he fought Mikhail Avitisian. This was a grueling fight that saw Igor as the aggressor on the feet while Mikhail controlled the action on the ground. After 35 minutes, Igor won by split decision. In the finals that same evening, he fought Nick Nutter. Igor was getting battered for most of the fight as he got taken down and ate some shots from above. But after connecting with some headbutts off his back, Nick was forced to tap, making Igor the IAFC World Cup tournament winner. Three months later, he entered the World Valley Tudo Championship tournament. In the opening round, he fought Tulio Palhares. Although Igor got taken down, he was the aggressor on the feet. Tulio was exhausted, so he submitted. In the semis, Igor fought Elias Rodriguez. Igor denied the takedowns and also found success on the feet. Eventually, he brought the fight down himself and threw punches and headbutts that ended the fight. In the finals, he fought Nick Nutter, making it their second meeting. Igor connected with a knee right away that knocked Nick out. The fight lasted 14 seconds, making Igor the World Valley Tudo Championship tournament winner. On October 11th, 1998, he made his debut in Japanese MMA promotion, Pride FC. At Pride 4, Igor fought Gary Goodrich. Despite Igor getting out grappled for most of the fight and having a cut open up above his eye, he rocked Gary on the feet with punches which forced the ref to step in. Igor went back to Valley Tudo and fought Alosio Freitas Neto for the World Valley Tudo Championship 6 Super Fight title. Igor controlled the action everywhere the fight went before finishing Alosio with ground and pound. Three months later, Igor fought Edson Carvalho for the World Valley Tudo Championship 7 Super Fight title. Edson got absolutely battered on the feet for the entire fight. This led to a huge right hand from Igor that put him out. At Pride 5, he fought Akira Shoji. Igor controlled the action for most of the fight with his striking, and by the end, he won by unanimous decision. After winning the Inter Pride tournament, Igor went back to Pride and fought Carlos Barreto. The two traded on the feet for the entire fight, and it was Igor who found more success. By the end, he won by split decision. At Pride 7, he fought Mark Kerr. Although Igor found success on the feet, Mark was controlling most of the fight with takedowns and top control. But when he shot for another takedown, this led to knees to the head from Igor. And although it was originally called as a win, the fight was later changed to no contest as Mark was a grounded opponent when he ate those knees. At Pride 8, Igor fought Francisco Bueno. Igor rushed in with a huge right hand that knocked Francisco out. After this win, Igor entered the Pride 2000 Openweight Grand Prix. In the opening round, he fought Alexander Otsuka. Igor avoided most of the offense which led to him controlling the fight both on the feet and on the ground. By the end, he won by unanimous decision. In the quarterfinals, Igor fought Gary Goodridge, making it their second meeting. Both men found success on the feet, but it was a right hand that dropped Gary which forced the ref to step in. In the semifinals that same evening, Igor fought the UFC Ultimate Japan Heavyweight Tournament winner, Kazuchi Sakuraba. Despite getting taken down and almost getting submitted, Igor survived and found success with ground and pound. After round 1, Sakuraba's corner threw in the towel due to exhaustion. In the finals that same evening, Igor fought former UFC heavyweight champion Mark Coleman. Mark was the aggressor with his wrestling for the entire fight. This eventually led to big knees to Igor's head which forced the tap. After this defeat, he fought Dejiro Matsui. Igor denied the takedowns which led to ground and pound. This caused the cut to open above Dejiro's eye which forced the doctor to stop the fight. At Pride 10, Igor fought Ensign Inoue. These two went to war as they traded bombs. Eventually, the action made its way to the ground and that's where Igor unloaded some big shots. Ensign's face was busted up and this forced the doctor to stop the fight. At Pride 11, Igor fought Nobuhiko Takada. Although Igor got taken down initially, he began to deny the takedowns after. This led to him mounting Nobuhiko which led to punches that forced the tap. At Pride 11, Igor fought Mark Kerr, making it their second meeting. Mark tried to take the fight down and although he found some success, many of them got denied. This led to Igor connecting both on the feet and on the ground. By the end, he won by unanimous decision. At Pride 13, he fought Trey Taligma. Despite Igor being the 
the favorite, he ate some big shots on the feet. Trey also connected on the ground as well. By the end, he won by unanimous decision. At Pride 14, Igor fought Gilbert Ival. After eating some shots on the feet, Igor secured a takedown. This led to a rear naked choke that forced Gilbert to tap. At Pride 15, Igor fought Masake Satake. Both men traded some big shots on the feet. But for the most part, Igor was landing more and also had some moments on the ground. By the end, he won by unanimous decision. At Pride 17, he fought Mario Sperry. Igor got taken down right away. This led to an arm triangle choke from Mario that forced a tap. After picking up a win in fellow Japanese MMA promotion, Rings, Igor went back to Pride and fought Valentin Overeem. Valentin got dropped right away by punches, but went on to secure a takedown and attempt a heel hook. Igor was able to escape and throw some shots from above. And although he got reversed, he locked up a heel hook of his own that forced Valentin to tap. At Pride 19, Igor fought Heath Herring. Although Igor brought the fight down a few times, he was getting taken down more. This led to submission attempts and ground and pound from Heath. By the end, he won by unanimous decision. At Pride 22, Igor fought Quentin Rampage Jackson. Igor had some moments on the feet and also attempted some submissions. But Rampage slammed him hard to the mat a couple of times and also connected with hard shots from above. This led to a body shot that led to a rib injury, forcing Igor to tap. Eight months later, he fought Bob Schreiber. After eating shots on the feet, Bob got taken down and got locked into a rare naked choke that forced him to tap. Two months later, Igor fought Mirko Krokop. Both men traded on the feet and although Igor found some success, Mirko connected with a head kick that knocked him out cold. At Pride 27, Igor fought Dan Bobish. Dan secured some takedowns and found success with submission attempts and ground and pound. But Igor connected with some nice shots on the feet and began to deny the takedowns as the fight went on. This eventually led to ground and pound that forced Dan to verbally tap. Eight months later, Igor fought Katsuki Safuji. After securing a takedown and throwing ground and pound, Igor connected with punches and kicks that knocked Katsuhisa out. Igor went back to the Ukraine and picked up a win before returning to Pride to fight Yoshiki Takahashi. This was also Igor's debut at 205 pounds, and he looked good as he connected with a couple of right hands that knocked Yoshiki out cold. After this win, Igor entered the Pride 2005 Middleweight Grand Prix. In the opening round, he fought Yuki Kondo. Igor controlled the action on the feet and on the ground for most of the fight. By the end, he won by unanimous decision. In the quarterfinals of the tournament, he fought Alistair Overeem. After eating some knees, Igor got taken down. And on the way back up, Alistair locked up a guillotine choke that forced the tap. Despite this defeat, Igor fought in a reserve bout against Kazuhiro Nakamura. This was a back and forth fight that saw both men have success on the ground. Kazuhiro stayed more busy there with submission attempts while Igor had his moments on the feet. The fight was close, but by the end, Kazuhiro won by unanimous decision. Although he was rumored to fight former Pride middleweight champion Vanderlei Silva, Igor retired from the sport at the age of 32 due to injuries. So after going 56 and 10 with one no contest in a career that saw him win a bunch of tournaments and super fight titles, how good was Igor Vovchanshin actually? He is one of the hardest hitters in MMA history. His kickboxing made him a superior striker in the sport. He could put his opponents out with punches or kicks. But Igor was very tactical while on the feet. Instead of rushing in and swinging wildly, he would stay patient and look for counters. And a lot of this style of fighting was due to his size. At 5'8 with a 68 inch reach, he was a small heavyweight. Many believe he should have been fighting in Pride's welterweight division, which was 183 pounds. And although he fought at 205, it was near the end of his career. Had he fought in these weight classes earlier, I could have definitely seen him become a Pride champion or Pride tournament winner, especially with the natural power he possessed. But it wasn't even a matter of moving down to a lower division for Igor. When he was fighting in Pride, the promotion was just getting started. And back in the early days, there were no weight classes. So he was essentially forced to fight at heavyweight, yet he still became one of the best fighters in the world. So why isn't he remembered for it? He began his MMA career when the sport was not as popular as it is today. And most of his prime happened in Europe where his fights weren't covered as much compared to the US and Japan. Even when he began fighting in Pride, it was early into the promotion.
promotion's inception. It wasn't until 2002 and 2003 when Pride really began to take off, and by that time, Igor's best days were drifting away. Had he won the Pride 2000 Openweight Grand Prix, I definitely could have seen his career get more recognition. And it's a shame he lost in the finals to Mark Coleman because Mark was the fresher fighter by the time he made it to the finals. I mean, Mark's semi-final fight lasted only 2 seconds due to his opponent's corner throwing in the towel, while Igor had a tough 15-minute fight against Kazushi Sakuraba. There were many factors that didn't play into Igor's favor, plus he developed his ground game late into his career. Early on, he would prefer to keep it standing and only attack on the ground when he denied the takedown. But late into his run in pride, he began to bring the fight down himself more often and also threatened with submissions. These are skills that I wish we got to see earlier on as he would have been an all-around fighter while still being healthy. Plus, he was known for not training with other famous fighters and only sticking with the same coaches for his entire career. And with him being good friends with Fyodor Emelianenko, that was a huge opportunity missed for Igor to develop his game. It's also a shame that he got injured so much that he had to call it a career by the age of 32, which is very early, especially for a heavyweight fighter. Regardless of everything, he was the guy before all of your favorite legends. Before Fyodor, before Big Nog, before Crow Cop, there was Igor. And with the second largest MMA winning streak at 37 and second most successful wins by knockout, Igor should be hailed as one of the greats in the sport. That's why we give his MMA career a 9 out of 10. Anyone who fights one night multi-fight tournaments is a certified badass, no matter how tough the competition is. That is something that we never see in the sport today. Yet Igor Vovchanchin did it many times during a period when attention and money was not as big. And that to me deserves respect and recognition. My name is Keon and this is my take on Igor Ice Cold Vovchanchin. Do you agree, disagree, or have something else to add? Please put in the comments down below, cause I love to read it. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this. But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you on my next one.